Hi, you're listening to A Brit Difficult with August. A Brit Difficult is a podcast aimed at intermediate learners of English, and we focus particularly on British English. We're here to bring you new phrases, new vocabulary, explanations of grammar, and a chance to hear many different voices from all around the UK, both learners and native speakers. So, I have another guest on with me today. So, do you want to just introduce yourself briefly? Hi. Um, so, my name is Sanjeev. Um, I'm uh, I'm actually um, new to tech and um, just trying to figure out my career. And I'm on this call because um, I wanted to talk about how much I love English. Um, and I'm um, I'm a foreigner as well, so I'm from Bangladesh. Um, I was born and bred there, um, and uh, I was raised in Sweden. And I've moved. I've been in this country for a while now in the UK, and I'm still learning English, which is strange to say, but it's true. They are. How long have you been in the UK now? For over twenty years. Wow. You know. Yeah, that's a long time, but I do think it's like the best place on earth, genuinely. (laughs) I love London. Amazing. Um, So did you learn English before you came to the UK or uh, when you came to the UK, you learned English? How how did it happen? Um, So I was raised in Sweden and I we we have something called the high school there. So I think it's. I'm not sure if it's secondary here or um, in, but uh, I never got to really formally learn English mm-hmm. there. And we also have American English, so it's slightly different. Um, so the way I learned genuinely was uh, listening to music. I love music um, and I'm religious. I shouldn't even say that, but I really do like music, really good music. Um, so that I just sort of, listened sang along um and I think yeah that's how I learned to at least um speak and then when I came to this country I was sort of thrown into uh, studying GCSE which was um yeah it was uh, it, it was terrifying at the time but uh I again uh, I don't know how I managed to get B in literature and a C in English. I was like, wow, that was a real achievement for me. And it's, I think it's gone downhill since my English is getting, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's getting better, but I do like reading a lot. So it's helping, hopefully. Yeah. But um, I don't have formal grammar. I, I, I don't understand a lot of grammar and verbs and all these kind of things that people mm-hmm. say. So a lot of my writing is, does this make sense? This sentence, that's how I sort of write rather than, was it construct sentences with verbs, tenses and all these kind of things? I, I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Um, so you haven't really learned English formally, I guess. So this might be tricky to answer, but um, what are kind of the things you found difficult whilst learning English? Things that have been particularly tricky. I think in 
definitely when I first came to this country, the the way we write grammar, the way we write um, sentences in Swedish is very mm. different from the way we write sentences in English. It's um, I, I I think I was I still do the same thing. So I'll write something um, in in English, and then I've noticed that I don't know the action. I don't know. Um, I sat on the table, for example, mm. is maybe I would write, but then I, I someone would say, well, no one actually sits sits they they don't sit on the table, or mm. you know they'll use a different way, and I'm going, oh, but that's the physical thing and and then I'll have to rewrite it in English um so I do know that I I use a lot of I have to switch sentences around so it makes sense when I read that aloud and I think that's the only way I've corrected a lot of my writing in one sense um what does it sound like I'm going with that you know and also being Bengali I learn we, we our language is very phonetical. Mm-hmm. So when we speak, it's it's I don't know, it's very for me, I can learn from listening. So I, I don't know, a, a Scottish accent. I just love listening to it. I'm going, oh, so that's how they speak, how that's how Lebanon speak, or is a Mancunian, they mm-hmm. speak. Um, so yeah, it's it's I'm still getting the hang of English, to be honest. And and thank God for Grammarly. I love <laughs> Grammarly. There is no other tool that, I mean, that's the best thing out. And I Grammarly, Grammarly is going to support, like, sponsor this episode. They should really Grammarly sponsor this because <laughs> all my all my writing is based on. Oh, and I love the red little um, uh, sort of noticing. Oh, your grammar is incorrect. I'm going why. <laughs> And then it'll explain. I'm going, oh, I didn't even know that. And this is the conversation I have with Grammarly. But yeah, um, I'm still, um, I know I'm still learning, but it's it's good as well at the same time. So when when you are trying to like construct a sentence and it doesn't come out the right way or, or whatever, like, do you feel like that's more an effect from Swedish or is it a mix between like Swedish and, and Bengali or? I think both. <laughs> I think definitely, no, actually definitely more Swedish because we definitely, the grammar is is different. It just is. I can't pinpoint what, but um, I've had to rephrase things. And although I'm saying I use Grammarly, thank God my my son is 18. I just go, can you read this? And he'll go, mom, that makes no sense. And and then he'll rewrite it going, oh, okay, so that's what it's saying. (laughs) <laughs> he'll explain to me what I was trying to say so um I do know it's very different but maybe my head is really busy as well like figuring out what I'm trying to write for example um but before we started recording you were talking about some uh, interesting things in English um about like idioms and things that don't make literal sense oh god um, yeah those are some of my favorite things when I learn a language like you have to really get used to those because literally they make no sense, but they have some of the meaning. Like, so for example, like an example that comes to mind in Spanish is like, esta leche, like um, it's the milk, but what it means is it's the best. 
<laughs> like if you don't have the context you don't know um but th- these kind of phrases exist all over english i know um i love phrases i still don't understand them fully like for example <laughs> the best of both worlds and i'm going what what does that even mean because which world op- <laughs> which world because it's the opposite of something good maybe you know and you're just going so you know is a sandwich better than uh, a baguette are we talking about that or is i don't know best of two worlds is just one of those things or i don't know if i i like i mentioned earlier um i was saying to you the snake reared its head and i'm going why would you even say that in a in a conversation and then i would ask what do you mean and then they go oh yeah you know this person you can't trust them and i'm going <laughs> why would you not say that just to make it easy for someone who doesn't understand and but i think what i enjoy when people use those phrases is thank god for google maybe they should sponsor you too because i'm googling i'm going oh what does that mean you know do they mean this and then it'll come up with all these kind of um meanings and it's i think that's how i learned this language because it's out of curiosity mm-hmm. and actually wanting to know more because when you think about a language as a way i think language and food are the two things that tell you about the people you know their culture and how maybe they they think or um you get a really good insight into um yeah how people live you know i mean genuinely when i came to this country first i actually thought everyone were wearing top hat and you know like that costume that you see on poirot i'm going <laughs> And then when I come here when I came here and I'm going oh my goodness there's so many people of color genuinely I mean I I I was born in Sweden not very few uh um colored people um so when I was here in London I'm going oh my goodness so multicultural and everyone and they weren't using perfect english which I expected mm-hmm. um so of course my mom she's she loves the radio i know this course tells you my age but um the first thing she did was if you're not going to look for us to pick up really quickly we listen to uh bbc radio 4 mm-hmm. it's i i think it's i still listen to it because i love listening to podcasts on that one um but the english i learned there ha- it's it's good to be challenged kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not the daily English that you would speak with your friend or um or hear from people around you, but it, it's uh what we call well, I I think it's the same here. You call it BBC English. Mm-hmm. You call it, you know, if I was t- telling a Bengali friend um uh, are you learning a dialect or are you speaking BBC English? Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, that's the standard English I expected, but when i first came here it was nothing standard i mean yeah people even spoke in half sentences like without a full stop yeah uh and i just go i don't even understand what you're trying to say but can you speak slower um can you explain what you you uh, meant by that 
uh, it was uh, it was a is it um, big learning curve. So mm-hmm. I I sort of really I really feel for people from other con- countries that just come here and they don't know much about the culture or uh, the language. And I always say the same thing, like listen to the radio, watch TV with subtitles, because that's how I learned English. And I still do, you know. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just about to ask, like, any tips that you would suggest for people who are currently learning English? Yeah, definitely. And still listen to music. I mean, I learned, um, I know this is sort of, I know we're talking about English here, but I am... Um, being Bengali, of course, um, we're close to India. Mm. Um, and as a kid, the way I actually understand Hindi, because I had Swedish subtitles on watching Hindi movies. And I do the same with, you know, I, that's why I think watching language uh, movie, movies and then having English subtitles are a really great way of picking up um, uh, sentence structure um, and also how people talk to each other mm. because movies is all about, you know, like it's a very social kind of format. Um, and I think it's a great way of learning how to talk to people of, you know, with anyone, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think subtitles are great, especially when you're watching foreign movies. It's brilliant, and yeah, and the more you watch, I, I'm sure, you know, if I was going to learn Swedish again, um, which I've sort of forgotten, but I would pro- I would use uh, Swedish subtitles on an English movie because I would I can then connect the words to uh, the the language I'm learning, for example. Mm-hmm. you know and you get a gist as well mm. uh, yeah but I would highly recommend those things and can relate to the Hindi movies I think all the Hindi I know has come from Bollywood <laughs> I love Bollywood movies <laughs> oh my god they're like the best I, I can only tell people to like shut up or declare my undying look for them and anything <laughs> in between is, is like impossible Oh my god, the songs! You just <laughs> just repeating them, and then you go. I have no what. And the thing is, um, when you're singing, of course, you have no idea what you're saying. Mm. And then, um, if you're interested, of course, you do find out, and you go, "Oh my goodness, what am I doing? I'm singing a love song to some, you know, like a little baby, why, <laughs> uh, or or someone." And uh, it's it's really fun actually to discover. I think language is all about discovery. And learning new things all the time. And you do need to be curious. And then, I mean, I, I would translate English word to Bengali. And if, if I should be really relearning my Swedish, really getting it to proficient level or something, I would then translate it into Swedish. So I know the same word in different languages. So when someone speaks it, I would just go, oh, in my head, um, I can translate that and put mm-hmm. it into a sentence where someone else would understand me kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I, I guess the last thing really then is just any weird things that you've noticed about English in general or specifically British English 
British people, anything like that, any kind of interesting observations you've made? Um... I think what I find the best thing about English is that there is no standard standard as such. It's still very creative. And you can only hear the different um, um, the differences or nuances. I had to look that up earlier. Um, is when you travel, you know. Um, I know I've been to Scotland. They will say certain things way different to someone in London, for example. Or when you go to Manchester, they will say a different phrase to and and and, you, and being me, I would actually ask, "What does that even mean?" Please explain. <laughs> and and I love the way they explain. And they go and I go, "Oh, okay." So it's it's also about how they live mm-hmm. in that particular town or that you know place. And um, it is, it's, it's down to you to ask questions and not to be afraid. And I think that's the key to learning anything in it, in, in one sense. Oh, yeah, I, I love the word in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't say it, but when I hear it, I'm going, in it. I'm going, yeah, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> and then they go, or, uh, yeah, I am. I'm not even going to embarrass myself, but I have very young cousins and they do talk the best English that's not even I don't think it's it's even in the dictionary (laughs) yet yet um but yeah I mean I I think the the best way of describing the kind of English they will say is lol in the beginning Mm -hmm. like everyone else I thought it was laugh out loud but then what is it now it's not laugh out loud right it was something else lol could mean is it laugh out loud Long? As, as far as I know, but I like. No, no. It, oh, yeah. I thought it was like. I thought it was something to do with love. I'm going. It's not. Yeah. It's a, someone told me. I'm going. Okay, fine. But yeah, it's the, all those abbreviations as well that are really interesting that people use in the middle of a sentence. Like, but it, it, I think language is all about growing with it, and the more you explore, the more you, the more you will learn, kind of thing. And not to be afraid, I think. Mm-hmm. You're going to make mistakes all the time. I make mistakes in my writing, in my speaking, or um, how you tell a story, but you have to just sort of um, uh, be brave and just say it incorrectly and just go, um, if it's wrong, hopefully the other person will say it's wrong, you know, or ask you, like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. which gives you more opportunity to speak and it is down to practice yeah amazing I think that's a, a great final word to end on <laughs> it, it's a great piece of advice for people who are learning any any language I think uh so yeah thank you so much for your time I appreciate it pleasure thank you